You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Our heavenly reward is the title of this devotion. The Bible clearly shows, right from Genesis to Revelation, that, there God, that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And God repeatedly shows the urgency for us to not give up our reward like Esau, who sold his birthrights for but some red stew, who became known as, 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 as um, his tribe's name was, was Red, the red stew. Now he was hairy and his hair was red, the Bible shows, but it wasn't because he was red in his hair that he was called Edom, but because he had sold his birthright for some red stew. You see, friends, I don't want my life to be identified by anything but the reward of the Lord. And I want to show you the reward of the Lord. I want you to see it so clearly because I know that many times we look for the temporal rewards in this life and they do come. They do come when you trust in God. David says in Psalm 27, verse 13, what would have become of me had I not believed to see the goodness of the Lord to me in the land of the living? Wait, he says, and he will strengthen your heart. So there are temporal rewards in this life, but there are eternal rewards. And here in Luke chapter 24, we can see Jesus in his resurrected body And then I want you to see his heavenly reward in his glorified body, and you can see the difference. In Luke 24, starting verse 36, Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. And they were terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a ghost, a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your heart? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, And he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. And then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. So here we see Jesus in his reward here on earth, that because he gave his life fully to God, he was raised from the dead. 
That's what he shows you. And they see him in his resurrected body right there. Now, if you go with me to Revelations, okay, and you see a different part of the Lord Jesus that you don't see in, in Luke chapter 24. And we'll start reading in verse 9 of Revelations uh, chapter 1, okay? Look at this. I, John, both your brother and companion in tribulation and the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the isle that's called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see right in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia and so forth. And he turned and I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. Having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands and in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the son of man clothed with a garment down to the feet, girded about the chest with a golden band, his head and his hair, were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like flames of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in the furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell as at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me saying, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I'm he who lives and was dead. And behold, I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of Hades and death. This without question is Jesus. And the scripture here makes that very clear. Right here in verse 1, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which surely must take place, and so forth. So he, he sees Jesus in his heavenly glory. And you could see the difference between his resurrected body and his glorified body. It's the same person without question. But in heaven, you can see the reward of the Lord manifesting in his face, shining like the sun in its strength, out of his mouth coming a two-edged sword, clothed with garments white and, his, and girded about with a golden band, with hair white as wool, and eyes of flames of fire and feet like brass and so forth. And you can see now all of that symbolizes things that God had foretold and foreshown throughout the scriptures as the majesty and splendor of his dominion and glory and majesty. And we see all that dominion, majesty and glory revealed in Jesus. So this is what I want you to know. There is a reward. There is a reward. So don't just live as as if what you have in this life is all worth living for, because it isn't. It is worth living for the reward that is being kept 
in the Father revealed through his Son in all those that have loved his appearing and all of those who live for the praise and the glory of his name. In 2 Corinthians 4, chapter 16, the Lord says, therefore, we do not lose heart. You see, friends, the church will be weak in the hour of temptation that we will face today if it only looks for earthly rewards. The church will not be able to endure what is coming upon the world today if it only looks for earthly rewards. And if the only gospel you hear is that if you trust God, he'll bless you with this, he'll bless you with that, he'll bless you with this. And while these things are marvelous and important parts of our walk with the Lord, there is something more to look for than just to have these several blessings. Because without question, you see throughout the scripture that while there were those who in enjoyed many of the blessings, they also went through the tribulations and trials of this life. Like for example, David. David enjoyed incredible earthly blessings. However, he himself says in Psalm 32, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. And while he had incredible blessings, he had unimaginable trials and hardships, but he was able to go through them all because you can see in Psalm 16, for example, that he says, I have set the Lord always before me and he is at my right hand. Therefore, I will not be shaken. Oh, friends, I find David such a phenomenal example for you and me to have that kind of spirit that pleases the Father that can go through the shadows of death, as he says in Psalm 23, through the valley of the shadow of death, and fear no evil, but submit to the rod and the staff, staff authority, rod discipline, to submit to the authority and discipline of God to bring you into a place where no adversary is able to prevail against you because the Lord is before you. Friends, the reward of the Lord is much greater than what you can get on the, in this life. Many times we can see the Lord say, enter into the reward of the Lord. Enter into your reward as they passed away from this temporal life into the eternal life that has eternal rewards for those who love God. Don't just look at this life. And then when things don't always work out as you had hoped or believed that you grow weary in believing, no, look beyond the things of this life and say, my life is in your hand. Think about Stephen in Acts chapter 8, 7, 8, and 9, where Stephen was being stoned and he looked up to heaven and saw Jesus at the Father's right hand. And he said, Lord, do not charge them for this sin. Receive me, Lord Jesus, as he gave up his spirit and entered into his heavenly reward. Oh, friends, it is so worth it to not just look at the things in this life. This is why we don't lose heart. Even though our outward man, this body is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. 
for our light affliction, he calls these troubles in this life light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Listen, when you can just lay down all these earthly things and look up to heaven like Stephen, and Lord, I'm yours, all that I am and all that I have is yours, Lord. I'm yours, Lord. Oh, friends, you begin to enter into that eternal weight of glory. You begin to enter into the realization of that eternal reward. You begin to become strengthened with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You begin to have hope against hope. You begin to speak by with your mouth of the riches of glory that await all those who fear the Lord and love His name and who shun what's unholy and ungodly but embrace what is holy and right in God's sight. Friends, your life will spring forth with joy unspeakable as you look to your heavenly reward. Look at what it says here in closing in chapter 7 of Revelations, verse 9. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, and peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God saying, Amen. Blessing, glory, and wisdom, thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of great tribulation, and washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. And they shall neither hunger any more, nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and feed them with living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Friends, it is important that you don't sell your birthright for the temporal pleasures like Esau did. I plead with you, do not choose self-satisfaction over pleasing God, but choose like Jesus to rather suffer the loss of all things to please your heavenly Father. I plead with you. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 verse 8, I have come to consider everything that was of value to me as a combined loss as mere dung compared to the priceless privilege of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but as rubbish, that I may know Him and the wonder of His person, the surpassing value and excellence of His person.
Friends, it is worth it to give up everything for Jesus. Oh, give it all up, give it all up. All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all. You know the song. Oh, dear friends, if you feel the struggle within yourself, the contention of the love of the world striving within you, the contention of your own flesh to compromise God, reach out to Jesus. Take a hold of the hem of His holy garments. Say, Jesus, 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 save me. Save me, Lord. Save me. I'm yours. Save me, Lord. And I tell you the truth, your loving Savior, your great high priest, your ever-living intercessor, he will so help you, strengthen you, uphold you, and bring you out of that horrific battle with the love of the world and the love of self into the pleasure that he has with the Father in heaven and pour that pleasure into you from one degree of his glory to another until you become a body filled and flooded with God himself and have the richest measure of the divine presence and are compelled by his love to never ever live to please self but to live to please him who loved you and gave himself for you. Amen. Have a good day.